it felt good. Amen. All right, y'all. Come on in the room today. See, I'm empty inside. All right. And I'm wondering why. Amen. Thank you, God. Will I ever feel <laughs> what they felt from me? I didn't know the price of yes. The price of a yes. Woo! <laughs> yes, God. Yes, Lord. So yes. Hallelujah. Come on in the room, everybody, for this podcast live session. Let me share in a few places real quick. That speaks volumes, honey. Yeah. So many. My Lord. But God, come on in the room, everybody. As you're coming in, if you can tag and let us know you're here, that would be great. All right. Connecting with my sister queen on tonight, y'all. This is the Arise and Shine live podcast, and she is the second person up to be interviewed. And so I am just going to first say thank each and every one of you for being here, for streaming in with us tonight. If you know somebody that could be encouraged and blessed, if you would like, tag, and share, put their name in the chat. And also let us know that you're here. Let us know that you're in the room. Let us know that you're in this space so that we can connect with you as well. My name is Verinda Cobbs, and I am your hostess with the mostest. 
excited to be able to be here to start this series called the queen boss chats this series was started as inspiration in 2020 during the pandemic dr rock i started a podcast and a consulting firm uh -huh. and just began to really have inspiration to encourage women and men to be able to share their stories but also as i began to work with my clients i recognized that there were so many people who had stories that they had not yet shared and many times yes. you can attest to we see the glory on people's lives we see the success we see the books we see the launch we see all of the glam of ministry <laughs> and business but we don't always get to hear the real life stories that people have that allow them to have this unique journey that they walk through to get to success and what other people think is an easy journey it looks easy but it's really the grace of god that's keeping them amen my god and so yes. this series was inspired um for two reasons the first to encourage women who wear multiple hats um in their lives to build resilience and overcome everyday challenges and adversity but also to provide a space for visionaries influencers and business owners as well as those in ministry to share their stories with others and so listen i have done the preliminaries want to give my shout outs to everybody but i want to ask you if you could introduce yourself to our listening audience and tell us who you are and a little bit about yourself i'm going to mute myself so that i can <laughs> hear you clearly but thank you for being here and share a little bit about yourself with us if you can thank you so much for having me miss cobbs i just love your spirit already and we just <laughs> met i am dr rock brown robinson of rbm ministries international ceo and founder and i found my ministry in 2014 in atlanta georgia actually launched it in atlanta but have been doing ministry for over 20 years now mm -hmm. um, i did ministry with my late father the carl b brown senior we did outreach evangelism and now here i am i am a full-time kingdompreneur which means that i help women get their financial house in order i teach you how to build wealth as we build it together i get you broken from all of those idiosyncrasies and all of those proclivities yeah. and the bad toxic habits that you have been living with for such a long time that you just can't seem to get free. And so me and my team, we speak prophetically to the internal woman. We just launched Rise Up and Roar, as you see on my screen. It's my new TV ministry for out on Dominion TV. It will be released in February, and we're gonna be talking about what does a well-dressed woman redefine mm. look like? And so for us in RBM International and in my business, we teach women and some men, whoa man, how to <laughs> totally be free. I don't yeah. know about you, Miss Cobbs, but I simply love who God created me to be. Yeah. But I always see the star the glory, but you don't know the story. We can look good on the yeah. outside, but my motto is what do you look like on the inside? 
Amen. Thank you so much for sharing that, Dr. Rock. And I thought about the song we came into because I always mm -hmm. consider the personality of who I'm interviewing. And we came yes. into Broken by Dr. I mean, by Dr. By Shekinah Glory Ministries, right? Yes. And that song is yes. powerful. And the psalmist is really sharing her story of being called to ministry and walking through storms and walking through situations and circumstances. And so um, yes. when you think about the state that we're in in COVID-19, how has that played out in the lives of others when you look at brokenness and looking at what you're doing in the marketplace? Absolutely. Well, um, I'll share a little bit about my story because that coincides with COVID-19. In 2014, when I was in corporate America, got elevated in my position as a regional sales director, I moved thousands of miles away from my family. And six months later, I ended up with stage two breast cancer. My corporate job that moved me to Atlanta, they kicked me to the curb pretty much. And I lost my position. I had no clue on what plan B and plan C was going to be. Right. And so I decided that I was gonna go into full-time ministry, not recognizing that it takes money, honey, to do ministry as much as it does to run a business. And I had to find out all the intricacies that were involved in how I was going to be a successful entrepreneur. So I had coaches and mentors and spiritual moms and spiritual sisters that, that helped um, cultivate my gifts. Now, fast forward, when COVID hit, I was fully involved in my business and in my ministry. And when I found that, there were a lot of women just like me who were anointed and gifted that were broke. Yeah. They had a message, mm -hmm. but they didn't know how to develop that message into something that they could be, would be able to be financially secure. Now, what we do is not for financial gain. It's for to help others recognize the gifts that are in them. So during COVID-19, I talked to a lot of women who relied on their husband's salaries. Um, and then when they realized that their husband's salaries got downsized and they lost their job, they had to go back to the blueprint, to the drawing board and seek God and ask God, what do we do now? Because we don't have the finances that we had before. So we, we're, where we are moving into a new realm of financial understanding, while this COVID-19, now it's COVID-20 and 21, now COVID-22, let's be real, and they've added Omicron and Omicron and all this other stuff, we have to make sure that our financial house is in order. We got to sure that we um, can put food on the table. We got to make sure that we can be creative in what God has gifted us to do mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to finances so that we're not relying on a nine to five paycheck or the government, yeah, I said it, to take mm -hmm. care of us. Yes. Because I... it limits us as to what we can do. Mm -hmm. But when you become free, in your gifting, when you become totally inhibited, unapologetically, Miss Cobbs, Miss Dr. Roxanne, or whoever, God will give you, he will provide for you the resources and the gifts that you need to cultivate that mission and that vision, and you should never waver from it. So this morning, I told my listeners, how do you show up? Do you show up broke? 
and broken or do you show up ready to go into battle for what it is that God desires for your life? Because it's really not about us. It's about he wants us to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, the whole time you were sharing, Dr. Rock, I was thinking about the scripture that says your gift will make room for you and present you before yes. great men. And that yes. sounds like, if I'm right, that's what you're helping people to do to walk out the presentation journey before you get to the great men. Because if your gift is in you, then your gift has the capacity to provide resources for you. Somebody needed to hear that today, that you have That's gifts. Right. And there's so many people during COVID-19, even as I've been doing these interviews for the podcast, that have stepped out on faith, including myself, to walk out their dream, but now are finding that they need some other tools to be successful in this journey. And so yes. um, I, this is not one of the questions that we had previously identified, but what are maybe the top three things that you have seen with the clients, the women that you're working with, and even the men as it relates to finance? They don't have enough, number one. Think about this, and I'll try to um, put this in like a 10 second commercial. <laughs> if you think about the people that are going to work every day, right? Hunting the clock. Say they're uh, averaging $12 an hour. If you take that $12, right, think about $12 an hour, I got to buy gas, I got to buy lunch every day, you know, I got to buy clothes to look good at work. By the time you get your paycheck, you thought your paycheck was going to be looking like this, it was going to be large. But once you got your paycheck, your paycheck was cut in half mm -hmm. because somebody else is paying, right? But when you are in business for yourself, you write your own check and you don't use your money to make your business or your ministry work. Mm -hmm. God will supply and help you to work with other people's money. The ones that want to support you, mm -hmm. the ones that want to sow a seed into your life. And so a lot of people were coming to me and saying, we spent all of our 401k, it's deplete. And I said, I got the t-shirt, been there and done that. But when you go to God with sincerity in your heart, and when you tell God, God, I got a God idea. So you got to put God in it. Yeah. If you take him out of the equation, if you are what we call spiritual and a Christian, God has to be in the center. However, if you're just a woman or a man in the marketplace and you're saying, no, I don't need to hear all that, we can, we can work with you too. We let you know that even though you're working that nine to five job, think about what happened to me. Kicked to the curb, had no income, Miss Cobbs, for two and a half years. Lived off of the reserve, the remnant of my monies. And when my money was depleted down to zero, I had no other choice but to say, okay, God, I know you've given me something to write in us there are songs in us there is just you can just be misadvised write an advice column do something but make sure that you have something sustainable yeah. that's what i tell my clients sustainable that can keep you afloat so that if you're if you're um grinding and um some women are doing makeup not knocking it some women are are, are doing pills you know running pills and all this other stuff and cbd and this and that but make sure that it's something tangible mm -hmm. that you can put your hand on that somebody is going to want what you have there are over last time i checked 6.9 billion people mm -hmm. in the world mm -hmm. so your tribe 
might not necessarily be connected to me, but you can refer someone to me and I can refer somebody to you in your consulting business. In other words, we need to learn how iron sharpens iron mm -hmm. and be um, not afraid to step out and say, I have something that I think somebody might need that's connected to you. And let's just partner together mm -hmm. and build wealth together. That's what it's all about. Absolutely. I agree with that. Kingdom collaboration is something that has come up in several interviews as I've talked to different business owners. And I know in the African-American community, especially, that's something that we have to be very intentional yes. about to really right. build relationships first, build trust, and then look at what is the kingdom purpose and assignment that we have to help others. And the Bible says one could put a thousand fight, two could put 10,000 to flight. If we really look at that just in a practical standpoint, if we are able to partner together, we can help so many more people. And there are yes. people who are going to receive because there are things that I have to offer, for example, that you don't offer and so forth. You have things to offer that I don't offer. Right. Exactly. And if we partner intentionally as the body of Christ and we can see the fulfillment of God's purpose manifest. And I last thing I'm going to say before I ask the next question, when I think about the book of Acts, they were so mm -hmm. successful to establish the kingdom and the churches because they were working together. And it said several times and they added to the church daily. But they were looking at the practical needs that people had and not just their spiritual needs. And they were meeting those needs together together right. together <laughs> yes together. you listen my wheels are over here turning my spirit is leaping i'm just like Whoo. <laughs> <laughs> so the next the next question i want to ask you is so we're we're talking about being a queen boss being a woman in leadership when you hear the term queen boss what does that sound like to you or mean to you or how would you define that term well both words um to me are very um purposeful when we think about a queen, we can think of Queen Elizabeth, we can think of um, uh, Queen Esther, who was my favorite in the Bible. When we think about the word queen, queen comes with responsibility. People see the queen. They don't know what the queen has to do behind the scenes to make sure that the palace and the kingdom are yes. properly. The queen, come on now, has mm -hmm. to hand out instructions. The queen has to mentor the women that are going to be taking her place in the next generation. And so when you think about the word boss, the boss says that I'm in total control of my destiny. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I couldn't always say that, Miss Cobb. It had to come mm -hmm. through the uttering of the Holy Spirit. Right. He had to show me who I was. So queen boss is definitely prophetic. It goes hand in hand because a lot of us, we got a crown. We got a queen crown. I have one somewhere in my office somewhere <laughs> that I take out every now and again. But a lot of our crowns are crooked mm -hmm. or they're dusty because mm -hmm. we forget to show up and put on our queen crown every day. When we show up as a queen, then the boss part comes real easy mm -hmm. because we're saying, okay, I might have uh, 15,000 things to do in this folder tonight, tomorrow, or whatever, but it's all said and done. The queen is going to get it done because the king mm -hmm. is in position, mm -hmm. but the queen is the one that pushes the king to understand that he is the head. Mm -hmm. And we walk alongside the king so that if the king gets sick, 
the queen can step in and become the boss that God has called her to be. Amen. That was a whole message within itself. Speaks of leadership, <laughs> speaks of authority, speaks of humility, yes. speaks of work ethic, speaks of just the presence of being a queen that understands her role in her lane. And that is what this is all about. And so I acknowledge you as a queen boss, as you are moving in kingdom business and doing your thing. <laughs> <laughs> Such a blessing. Thank you for sharing that. Um, next, I want to ask you what, as you look at what has transpired between March 2020, we thought two weeks was going to be when we'll be shut in and come on out. And now here we are two years almost in and things are still in kind of chaos, disarray in certain aspects. But as you look back over your personal journey, how have you grown since this pandemic, which I've heard a sister call the plandemic, because it's God's plan being manifested, even in the midst of Your the plan. pan. Um, yes. How have you grown? What has transpired for you personally as you've moved through this time? I have matured in leaps and bounds. God has taken me into several dimensions of his glory and a new realm of unlimited possibilities for what I do simply because if we just think about this one main concept, which I believe a lot of people forget, pandemics have been around forever from the beginning of time. Plagues have been around. This one's no different from the, from the ones from way, way back when. It's just that now God has our attention and says that he didn't bring the plague, but we have to learn to walk through it. And we cannot, like I said earlier, we cannot wait for it to end. We have to believe in faith and by faith that it will end. We have to begin to intercede even for the doctors and the nurses and the chemists and the people that are trying to make these potions, whatever they're making, the vaccines work. They really don't know. So we as leaders, we have to pray with them and come into agreement that the, the plague will end. However, if it for some reason becomes a lifestyle, the word of God says in Jeremiah 29, 11, that we are not to faint now. Don't faint. People are fainting. People are dying because they're not paying attention. We cannot walk in fear. We cannot live in fear. We got to keep on going. Yes, we have to be safe. Yes, we have to wear a mask. Yes, we need to get the booster shots and all that other good stuff. But at the end of the day, social media has expanded so that our message can go forth no matter what. So, um, you know, I don't get overly fearful about the pandemic. I just say that God's going to end this thing. And when he does, we still got to be a queen boss and be in position and keep on going. We cannot think we can't. Absolutely. Because that's he, what I've learned. He, and he knows the plans that he has for us individually. And I was just having a conversation with a colleague today, another man of God, and he was sharing just about not receiving the message of fear during this time and how mm -hmm. intentional he's had to be with really guarding his gates to make sure that the messages that are coming in are messages of hope, messages of courage, 
you know, praise and worship and things that will solidify and strengthen his spirit so that he can operate in what God was asking him to do. And I, I told him, I said, that's where I've been as well, because I can't take on the burden of fear as we're moving through this pandemic. No. But at the same time, I think that as the body of Christ, we have had mm -hmm. some unique opportunities, like you said, to go to new dimensions, but also to grow spiritually so that we can go in a deeper relationship with God. And you see this great shift within the body of Christ where people are looking for words that can minister to their day to day, but also yes. the rise of marketplace leadership where the fivefold ministry is going into the, the earth and literally yes. offering support services and resources to people so that they can grow and develop and be able to receive impartation from what we have you know what i mean and i right. think that as you share your vision and things that god has you doing it speaks directly to a need that was present in the earth you're in the marketplace operating in this corporate That's world right. and then god says okay boom i'm about to shift you and now i need you to do this and make a greater impact and that's what it's all about that's what it's all yes. about when you talk about being a boss not for personal glory or vain glory but for god's nope. glory to be revealed in the earth which takes you to dimensions because you have to level up in your mindset <laughs> to even go into a place where you can help somebody else that's going through brokenness and storms i don't know if you want yes. to add anything to that yes that that is so true that's true and when we expound on what we already know god as i heard the lord say uh, my children need to increase their capacity for knowledge mm -hmm. because if we don't have knowledge, you know what that says, to keep prepared, we lack, mm -hmm. we got to seek wisdom each and every day. Read your word, read a book, read a book on prosperity, read a book on wealth, read a book on how to keep your mind straight. You know, dementia runs rapid in the seniors of this world, right? Mm -hmm. But I against dementia when I get to be 75 and 85 because mm -hmm. I'm going to this world empty and the reason yeah. why i say that is because there is going to be purpose in me to the day i die and so i encourage everybody that's listening on tonight to never get lack of days yo to never just sit down and say well i got time to relax i can do it next week no 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 tomorrow's not promised mm -hmm. to any of us um a, a personal testimony mm -hmm. i lost my brother suddenly um a week before my birthday in 2021 wasn't sick he passed away it was devastating i'm still walking through the grief process but a light bulb went up in my open of my head and i said lord i thought that my brother and i would be growing old together as siblings and that's not the case and so now as the oldest sibling i still have to encourage my younger you know sisters i have three other sisters but the message is this what I learned from my brother's passing was that there were still things that he desired to do mm -hmm. and never got an opportunity to do that. And so if we are not um, seeking wisdom, if we're not taking care of our temples, if we're not going to God on a daily basis and, and asking him to provide for us what it is that we truly need, we will probably leave this world like many others and leave this world unfulfilled with that we haven't even tapped into what god wants us to do and i don't know about you but i don't want that for my life my brother did some wonderful things while he was here on the earth he was a good father good grandfather good brother but there were still some things that he still yet had to do 
and didn't get a chance to do it. Don't let that happen to you. Mm -hmm. Amen. And you have touched on something that I have become passionate about, but I first want to just say I am sending my condolences and hugs to you and the loss of your brother. Um, Thank you. Grief and loss has been something that has impacted a lot of people during the pandemic. Yes. And yes. myself have a personal testimony um, just of having a lot of losses going the years leading up to the pandemic and then a few through the pandemic. And it takes a lot out of you but also when yes. you are a leader you have a responsibility mm -hmm. to support others but it also means you need support and so as you're talking yes. i'm thinking about that population of folks that have been impacted financially because of losses the COVID 19 COVID 22 or however we want to name it has impacted people in that way and they can see it in their financial lives and so it creates shame when you go through those types of things because you have to reset, you have to restart. Do you yep. have any encouraging words for that person that may be going through that financial storm as a result of losing family members or losing their spouse or losing a child um, that may need just a word of inspiration from you? Yes, it, it's very simple that um, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Um, when you seek him first, when you get before the Lord and tell God what is it you're going through, he already knows. And he is the ultimate comforter. Our friends can give us a hug. They can give us encouraging word, but there's nothing like the presence of God when he comes into our living room, into our, in our bedroom, into the kitchen, into every area of our lives. And he begins to do uh, what I call spiritual uh, resurrection inside of us that he lets us know that even though you will never forget the devastation of what you've been through, through this free process, through losing, you know, um, things financially. If you believe by faith that I will restore everything back to you, like it says in the book of Joel, that I will restore everything that the canker worm took from you. We might not be able, we cannot bring back our loved ones, but we can do things in reminding and remembrance of that by living out a legacy that says, I'm gonna teach how to tap into what God has for us. And God, he will just love on you. When I tell you that, I know that God loves me. He has loved on me so much that I no longer accept counterfeit love. I'm gonna leave that pin right there. No more counterfeit love. Let the love of God love on you. It's a tremendous awakening and a tremendous gift that he gives to us each and every day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree with that 100%. And that is what sustained me through losing family members and loved ones and having to start over in life and different yes. aspects. And so, yes, I appreciate you sharing your story with us and being transparent as you are encouraging those that are out there. And if someone is out there and you're going through a storm as it relates to grief and loss or with your finances, we want to encourage you that support and help is here. Dr. Rock is here and is available to provide some resources for you, some information, yes. some coaching for you. We want to encourage you not to feel ashamed, but just to pray on it and reach out so that you can connect. And we'll get into sharing her information in a little bit. But thank you for joining us. 
Um, what advice would you give to that woman who is thinking about starting her vision, has something in her spirit that she's carrying, or the woman that has already started and feels stuck? What would you say to that queen boss that is like sitting here watching us tonight? Okay, you done started something now, Miss Dobbs. <laughs> That's the question well, that always gets us. <laughs> here is the voice of experience. Do not be afraid to learn what you don't know. Because a lot of us, like me, when I left my corporate job, I delved right into full-time ministry and I stayed broke. I had to make sure that I had accountability coach to walk me through asking me, are you ready to start your ministry? Are you ready to start your business? And I kept saying, yeah, I'm ready. And she was like, no, you're not. When I tell you, she broke me down to the nub. It was like, she said, I'm gonna teach you how to be a bamboo tree. The bamboo tree, it might go this way, it might go that way, but it don't bend and it's definitely not gonna fall apart. You have to prepare yourself to become an entrepreneur. So if you're working a full-time job, and this is what I teach my clients, when they come in and say they wanna work with me, I say, okay, if you're working a full-time job, you have at least six to eight months of your salary put away for a rainy day. Not 9.9% of African-American women will say And so we got to work through that pain point, but I always tell them, do not be discouraged. You can still start your business part-time. And then as revenue is coming in to your business, now you can say, okay, I'm good. I can now call myself a full-time entrepreneur. It might take six months. It takes at least six to nine months for you to launch your business the proper way. You have to make sure that you're speaking to the right people who want to help fund your business or your ministry. I mean, it's a lesson in itself, seriously. Um, Verena, uh, Dr. Uh, Cobbs, it, it is a lesson that I cannot teach on this broadcast. All I'm saying to you is that if you're willing and you're saying that you want to start a business or a ministry, you can start small. And by the time you know it, because of your faith, you will end up becoming, like me, a full-time entrepreneur. But you have to make sure that you got all the tools ready, all the resources ready. You don't what you don't know. And so there are people after, like myself and you, that can help women get ready for full-time entrepreneurship. I um, have been newly appointed to the Atlanta Black Mastermind Group in which we train up African-American entrepreneurs. And the reason why I say African-American, I love all of my sisters, whatever color nationality they are, but the African-American women and men that start a business, they start out as with a deficit because they don't know what they don't know. And they don't have the right, you know, business plan put together. They don't have, you know, what their products are gonna be. They don't even know who their target audience is gonna be. Their branding is not right marketing and da, da 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 There's a whole lot that goes in that, but that's what coaching is for to coach you where you need to be. And always remember to value yourself and value the time that you put in to become an entrepreneur. I had to remove a whole heap of stuff 
from my plate when COVID hit, when I realized, oh my God, I'm not gonna be able to meet with my clients face to face. So I had to learn how to do Zoom. I had to learn how to do stream, y'all. I had to go on Snapchat and WhatsApp and because I have clients in Africa and whatever. And so I had to learn these things. And so I'm not afraid to share the wisdom that God gave me. Yes, I thought I was ready, but I wasn't. But people came into my life to help me get to where I am. I'm not finished yet, but I am raising up. I'm prophesying on tonight that I am raising up kingdom wealth builders, women who will become millionaires. You know why? Because there's so much out here in our communities that we need to go back into our communities to give back yes. with the resources that God has given us to show them and teach their children and their children's children how they can have a profitable and a life of prosperity. I mean, it's in God's word. He says that we are his God is. And that our father has, he wants us to have. Yes, all of that. <laughs> that <laughs> all part. of that. That part, yes. And it, it yes. is so refreshing to hear it because when we hear it, then we can believe that God can do it for us as well. Yes. Right? Yes. We can hear the possibilities. And so whoever you are out there listening, know that God is no respect of person. If he can do it for Dr. Rock, he can do it for me, he can do it for you too. It just starts with you taking that step and making the connection that you need so that you can level up and get to where you need to be. It, it, it starts with a decision, intentional decision. Yes, and not only that, you have to, that's what I heard the Holy Spirit say, thank you. You have to be willing to go through the process. I mean, it's not that hard when you just simply raise both your hands and say, you know what, God, I'm going to do it your way. Let your will be done in my life for what it is you have for me and my family and the people that I'm supposed to impart wisdom to. And I promise you, you will get through each and every day through the grace of God and through your faith. And you gotta become a worshiper. You gotta worship. Whatever way you worship. I don't know how you worship, but I don't start my day unless I'm in a mode of worship. If it's just, Lord, I thank you. If I put on Psalmist Rain or Marvin Sapp or somebody who's gonna inspire me when I don't feel like getting up and getting cute and getting on a client call and whatever show up for me yeah. and the people that God wants me to show up for so you willing to go through the process oh my gosh that is Teachable. so good so good intentional decision but you gotta be willing to go through the process well you yes. won't get to where you can that's get right to, right possibilities are endless but we have to be intentional and we have to be committed to walk that process out that yeah, and so here's sad. something that I want to encourage somebody who gave up. And I know this might be one of your questions. I just literally saw in the spirit, God was like, remember all those women that you were pulling in 2019 and 2020? And he kept telling me, they're not coming. I'm like, but God, they need what, what you gave me to get them. He goes, yeah, but they're not ready. They're not coming. They don't want what you want. So always remember this, daughters, sons. Somebody out there needs what you have. Your story, most importantly. When I wrote my book, I am his, he 
intertwined and strengthened in God, I told my personal testimony about what I went through in life. And so there's somebody out there that needs to hear your message, but everybody don't want to be saved. Everybody don't want to be rescued. They are comfortable being in that place called stuff that does, oh my God, you done started something, Sister Cobbs. So that doesn't mean that we cannot love on them. That doesn't mean that we can't minister to them. But some people just are not there. I was there. I didn't believe a word that my apostle was saying to me. About saying you need to do this, you need to do that. I don't know. It ain't gonna take all that. Yes, it does. It takes you being emptied out. It takes for you to be cleaned up from the inside out. And no matter how difficult the journey looks, you gotta say, I'm getting up tomorrow, which is Wednesday, I'm getting Thursday, and snuff out the voices of those who are not going in the same direction as you. Because they don't want what you want. They don't want what God has for you. And until they get to that place, they will remain stuck, broken, ridiculed. They're going to feel, oh, Jesus, they're going to feel rejected. They're going to feel um, that they don't they don't belong. They're just going to feel so discouraged. But God says, I encourage you each and every day. All you got to do is show up. And when I take you through the process, you're going to look back and say, wow, I've come a long way. If it had not been, we don't have to be believed. But if it had not been, for God to pick me up and shake me up and say, hey, wait a minute. No, no, no. You accepted the call on your life, daughter, in 2002. To those who are called, we didn't ask to be called, but he called us anyhow. And some of you are called and you're hiding. You're hiding behind the church. You're hiding behind your husbands because you think that as long as you are being a good, submissive wife, that you're okay. I love the women that are, are submissive to their husbands and walking side by side, but you gotta work on you to be the best queen boss that you can be. And when you do that, everything else, even when hubby, or your bow ass disappoints you, you will still, oh my God, I didn't mean to go there. You'll still be happy in you. Yes. Because you know who you are. My God. My God. <laughs> that was a whole sermon for my sure. Completely. Because we Thank need you. to be empowered and encouraged as women. We need to know that God has purpose for us there's purpose in us and it's intentional that we as women that are in leadership speak affirmation over each other's yes. lives that that word was needed for for somebody i know it yes. blessed me yes. can't speak with yes. nobody else yes. it bless me and it 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 just is a testament as to the need that is in the earth and why god is raising up women of god and putting us in the marketplace why he's raising up men of god putting us in the marketplace because we have a message of hope that can be shared with yes. those that are out here. And so, as Dr. Rock said, if you're out here and you are stuck, you feel stuck, you want to quit, you've given up, you got to get back up, baby, and keep going because there are people waiting on you. That was the message that I got 
from the Lord as I was preparing to do all the stuff that I'm doing now. And I don't have time to share my full story. We'll have to meet offline, but I can remember feeling so defeated and I did not see the next step. I did not see the next thing that God wanted to do. And Mm -hmm. I had a moment with the Holy Spirit. And then when I went out and got up, it was like so much clarity, so much direction. And that's where Arise comes from. So this podcast is one of those pieces. But I had to make a decision to do some of the things that you share. And someone out there needs to know that your vision is for an audience. Your purpose is not to just be stuck. Your purpose is to fulfill God's purpose and plan for your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen, y'all. This thing is real and it is needed right now, right now, and right now. So listen, Dr. Rock, how can people get connected with you? to learn more about your brand and your services. We are going to definitely post this for the podcast, but I would love if you can share that with us while we're here. Yes, um, you can find me on uh, LinkedIn, Robinson Financial Group. I'm also on Facebook, Robinson Financial Incorporated. I am on LinkedIn, Twitter, WhatsApp, same thing, Dr. Roxanne Brown Robinson. I have on my personal page as well as my professional page. Um, and uh, from my financial services, you can just reach me by email, which is Dr. Rock, R O C K B, at gmail.com. I do operate off of consultants, uh, consultations because we get inundated with social media and messenger and everybody and their brother will start to contact you just because they're curious. And so I've limited the people that I allow inside the room with me because if you really desire a thing, Ms. Cobbs, you're going to go after it. So I don't mind giving out my email. I can look at emails all day long. And then when you sit down with me and I do a consultation with you, you'll get, you know, the website, the bells and whistles. As a matter of fact, on tonight, I heard the Holy Spirit say that there's somebody out there, there's about seven women that need a financial consultation. And if that's you, then you need to get in touch with Miss Cobbs, let her know, and I'm going to um, do something offline with her that's going to help her in what she's doing because I don't believe in this I, I, I stuff. It's us. It's us together imparting yes. Uh, wisdom to the women that need it most. No, we don't leave the men out, but we need to raise up women that can help take us to the next level. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, absolutely. Jesus' Um, name. I interviewed one of my sister friends last week that is a queen boss. Same message. That message of kingdom collaboration. That message of partnership. That message of helping each other so that we can build up the women who we're all called to. Amen. There may be some that we may be assigned to mentor and get to a certain place. And there are others that they're supposed to birth their own visions and dreams and goals. Mm-hmm. And so them participating in these services are is going to get them to the next step, get them to the next part right. of their journey. And I, I, I pray that somebody is really listening to this because if we really caught the concept of what God is trying to do, then we could see debt materialize and cease to exist. We could see people saved, set free, delivered, strengthened, healed, restored, 
I mean, there could be so many impacts that will manifest and we will see them if we would understand the importance of connection and collaboration. And as black yes. women, this is something that we need to work on. We need to work on it intergenerationally where you have the older teaching the younger. And then there are some things the younger can teach the older, amen. And yep. then just understanding that as women of God that we can do so much more together then we yes. can do a part, right? Absolutely. Whew. So as we get to this last question, I want to say I have enjoyed you. I have truly enjoyed talking to you. We're going to have to <laughs> definitely connect again and bring you back yes. for an event. But um, what's up next for you? What I know you said that you had just launched a project this past weekend, but I would love to hear what you have popping next and how we can follow you to get connected to whatever God is doing with you. Well, if you go onto my Facebook page, I am launching the Well-Dressed Woman Redefined Bootcamp. It's a six-week class in which I deal with women internally by helping get rid of all of the idiosyncrasies like we talked about earlier so they can get ready to do what God has truly called them to do. You cannot be jacked up inside and think that um, God's going to manifest some things. You know, we don't want to walk with a crutch. And so the Well-Dressed Woman Redefined is a six-week boot camp in which we talk about the internal issues that you have dealt with, whether it's trauma, if you need inner healing, and then I'm gonna walk you through the steps that you need to take if you desire to become an entrepreneur. This is my signature piece. I am so excited about it. And it's gonna end up being a tour once COVID-19 is over. I don't wanna do the Well-Dressed Woman uh, boot camp virtually, but that's where God has us right now. But it will be a tour probably in 2023. I will be having a women's intensive retreat in September in Charlotte, North Carolina with some of my uh, business partners. And I definitely want to invite you, my sister, to come speak to the women. God is strategic and he's not playing. And he's doing some phenomenal things in the earth every day. And oh, more importantly, I'm working on my second book, The Weight She Carries. We carry a lot of weight. We carry excess physical weight. We carry the weight of others that God does not want us to carry. And we just need to learn how to release all that stuff and give it to God. And so I talk about that in my book. I come raw, naked, and unashamed where I share my story, even at a higher level of the things that I had to walk through to get me to where I am today. Amen. And such a powerful testimony just for the snippets that I have heard tonight as far as what you have accomplished, what God has done in your life and what you're doing in the kingdom. And so I have just enjoyed this interview with you. I bless God for what he's doing in your life. Super godly proud of how he's using you in this season and how he's going to continue to use you. And just thank you for spending some time with us tonight for this Arise and Shine podcast. You are the second queen boss to be interviewed. Amen. Amen. And so your interview will be Number posted. Number two. Number two. <laughs> your interview will be posted sometime before this week is out. But I look forward to connecting with you and just seeing and watching what God is going to do in both of our lives. Because he has some plans for both of us. Amen. And it is yes. going to be amazing. And so I don't know if you have any last minute things you want to share before we wrap up, Dr. Rock. But I'm going to open up the floor for you for a few minutes and then we'll close out, huh? 
Absolutely. And this is for you specifically, but it will speak um, to the women that are listening. So I'm just going to ask everybody, just bow your head and just let the Holy Spirit move on you. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this time that we have been together as daughters of the Most High God, that we are taking your message that they that the daughters must arise. Father, we declare and decree that no weapon formed against this cops shall prosper. Help our own God to continue to walk by faith and not by sight, leaning in on the message that you have for her to bring to the world, that her ministry and her business will be a global entity, that there will be women that desire to work with her, to partner with her. Father, we declare and decree tonight, Lord, that every woman that's listening under the sound of my voice, that they will come out of hiding and they will rise up and roar open up their mouths with power and authority so that you can use them for your glory. God, we remove ourselves out of the way. We move our agendas and we eradicate the schemes of the enemy. We come against the Jezebel spirit that tries to operate in and around us. We come against poverty. We come against every negative emotion we say that it must die in the name of Jesus. Father, we put a rise consulting into the atmosphere, oh God. Let it be fruitful. Let it multiply. Enlarge their territory, oh God, so that every woman and every man that needs to be reached, that they have enough room to receive them because you're going to give them the overflow. And we thank you in advance, oh God, that even as we leave this broadcast, that there will be things that were said that will be downloaded into somebody's spirit to say, I will no longer lay down. I will no longer be content with where I am, but I want to rise up. I want to arise from out of the ashes and I want to evolve into the clean vault that you called me to be. And we come into agreement and we say, amen. Jesus' name, Amen. it is so. Amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I received You're that so prayer, welcome, prophetic daughter. word, and all of that. And I pray that you have an amazing rest of your evening. Thank you for joining us again, and we'll talk very soon. All right, my daughter. Talk to you offline soon. Be blessed. You too. All right. Mm -hmm.